0: Of March. It is Women's History Month, Women's Everything Month. Women are amazing month. So, why not start the show off with two super awesome women? We've got Takara Steele of Voss International. Hey, girl. Hey. And we've also got Chantel, the dancer, the counselor, the superstar here with us. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. And we have Alex. Of Silent Noise filling in for Brandon today because Brandon is on Empire.
1: That's that's it. It. He's doing his
0: thing, right? For sure. But we um, are going to talk about a few things today that are fun to talk about, but also important to talk about. We're going to start talking about the Oscars. Just all Oscars. I didn't watch it, but I like to hear what other people think about how it blacked out this year. They really they were just saying that they were giving us back everything they owe us this <laughs> year. Oh, wow. And Kobe also won an Oscar um for Cody, for, wow. for a short movie, a short film that he did about the day in the life or something with
2: No, nah, he wrote a speech, um, like his farewell speech to basketball and in
0: documentary style.
2: Nah, it was it was a letter and then um they turned it into an animation.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah, we'll definitely get more into that. Not really sure what way I want to go with politics if I want to talk about them at all because yeah. <laughs> they suck. Yeah, yeah. And for our weekly conversation piece, we'll be talking about anxiety and how to deal with it with your art, how to deal with it through the art. And it's crazy because everybody's an artist nowadays, but artists don't really know how to cope with their issues. Right. Mm-hmm. We deal with um, this the uh, de- Depression the hardest, we deal with um, rejection the hardest, you know, because I'm putting everything into this and you still don't like it. But it's just remembering why we do what we do on a daily basis, you know, Um, and I definitely want to play all Beyonce today. You know, she is like Queen bee for real. And her new rem everything she's doing right now is just like, okay, mom, you know, Always. handle that. So we're gonna have a Beyonce filled day as far as music's music goes and it's um probably gonna pay literally any song that I have of her. <laughs> so, I um, hope you guys are excited for that. But um how's everybody's day so far? I know it's late and and yucky out. What? How's everybody doing today?
3: I'm doing good. I had a long day i uh I work like eight jobs so <laughs> today I had two of those but you know I'm doing what I enjoy so it's it gives back energy to me so. absolutely
4: yeah. long yeah. day but you know when you like you said when you love what you're doing, hey gotta be all in it and so I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. This is what I live for, being able to share and talk and, mm-hmm. you know, get to know other people.
0: And she also has a radio show starting on March 17th.
3: Congratulations. Woo-woo.
4: Right here on Q4 Radio. Hey,
0: hey. So. Go. Part of the family. It's a lot of greatness going on around here. That's amazing. Um, But I do want to go ahead and get into some music. I'm going to start with one of my favorite Beyonce songs. Oh, excuse me. And. Our DJ isn't here today either, so it's Nitty the DJ today, which is always cool because I get to play y'all Beyonce. I
4: think it's cool because, you know, it's Women's History Month.
0: She's a a woman too. Yeah, she's a woman DJ. Yeah. Marie, she's super dope. She's been turning it up. But, you know, duty calls sometimes. And today I'll be taking over the airwaves playing music. So let's go ahead and get started with Blow by Beyonce right here on Nitty's Knocker.
5: Oh your face you love the taste that sugar babe it melts away mm. It's for all my grown women out there I can't wait I know everything you want Give me that teddy long stroke I can't Girl, show him how you ride it in my booth, in my booth, boo, boo riding all up in the black with his chick right beside him. Ladies, if you love your man, show him you to fly it. Grind a girl, show him how you ride it. Oh! Now I'll never be the same as you and me until the end. in my boot, and my booth, boo, riding. All up in that black with his chick right beside you. Ladies, if you love your man, show him you the fly. Grind up on it, girl, show him how you ride. Me in my booth,
0: Back, y'all. I told y'all it's lit in the studio today. And if you're watching on live video, don't mind us not dancing. It's just we just got here. (laughs) We just got here.
2: That was a good selection of Beyonce songs.
0: Oh, thanks. You know, I got the whole collection Beyonce, Frank Ocean, Chris Brown. I I got full collections of all all that. Yes, you know, Rihanna. Hey, you gotta have Rihanna classics too. But you know, it's B Day. Every day (laughs) Um, Let's go ahead and jump into The Oscars Now I know most of us don't watch the Oscars anymore Unless you're really into film or something You know the Oscars has been whitewashed For so long
2: They tried to get us back this year
0: They want us to come on back They want us Mm -hmm. to swim back over
3: They trying Swim swim. back over
0: (laughs) But um, I do want to start with talking about Kobe's big win Um, For
2: sure I uh I definitely rocks with Kobe.
0: Yeah. What what happened with Kobe? Let's let's got, start from what he did and
2: basically uh, <clears throat> Kobe wrote a a poem in 2015 which was like his exit letter to basketball, and um basically they turned it into a short uh, animated short and he won an Oscar for best animated short. Um, he Excellent. he was the first person ever um, black white yellow. Man, female, man, woman, I'm sorry, um, to ever win an ESPY a and an Oscar. And mm-hmm. for those who don't know what ESPY is, it's uh, basically the sport, one of the sports awards shows. So mm-hmm. um, that's real, that's dope for Kobe.
0: Definitely. Yeah, and another part of what happened with Kobe is he won this awesome award. You know, he retired two jer- jerseys for the same team. Like, he did a lot of really amazing things, but. Even with him winning an Oscar, white America brought in their input on why should he receive an Oscar when he has rape accusations from 16 years ago. Oh, accusations, oh, you know. It's a, alleged. You know, it didn't really go... It, the charges were dropped because of the the girl not going through with it. Yeah. So, hmm. why, do you, why do you... You know, what's a way that we can... Empower versus, you know, always tearing down. You know, and I think it's a big thing with women in general, you know, feeling like men always get the higher up. But I don't think it's like that when somebody deserves an accomplishment for what they've done, they deserve an accomplishment. Right. Now, it's not like the men in Hollywood who are actually getting tons and tons of accusations of raping women hmm. who win awards all the time. Everything right. is said about that. And exactly. they're defending them. But a man who got a charge over 16 years ago and is doing his own thing now and doing very well for himself and his family is receiving his backlash. What's a way that we can continue to empower people like Kobe Bryant to to push through?
3: I mean, I think we just need to continually support each other exactly as yeah. a culture, right. regardless of what. Is said outside of us. If we continue to come together and support each other, and like you said, that's amazing that he's the first man, female, woman, person, period, to get that award. Yeah. We need to continue to like uplift each other in that manner, For sure. and shining light on it.
4: And within our culture, it's something that you know we can save the world, but still there's gonna something is gonna be you know dug up from the past to kind of put that negative light on this bright light. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of something you get. It's sad to say this, but you get used to it. And we shouldn't, but it's just the way in the world we live in. So, mm-hmm. you know, all we can do and what we should do is support one another. And, you know, it's still disheartening to see that as a culture, we still can't support one another.
2: Yeah, it is crazy, especially seeing as how we got so many um, examples of us like striving when we come together. You know, uh, if you look at Atlanta as a city, uh, they all, like, work with each other. There is a lot of, like, love and hospitality when you go there. Um, even with the Oscars, you know, we start watching it, and they they want our, our viewership back, so they they start giving us some representation in the Oscars now, so mm-hmm. um, it is something that we have to do. It's, it started coming together. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, and it it's also cool to know that, you know, Get Out um was nominated for a few things. Did it win anything? Yeah,
3: it did. I was just looking at it on my phone.
0: Oh, it won original screenplay. Mm-hmm. It should have won documentary. <laughs> 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 or um a live a re- representation, live representation of things that occurred, <laughs> you know, that are still occurring, okay. But, you know, um It's good that something that was as powerful as Get Out got the credit that it deserved for being original in its form. It wasn't your traditional slave movie that you always see where every black artist wins the best supporting role for being a slave. Exactly, exactly. You know, you get tired of... story. Yeah, you get tired of seeing that. And it's also really refreshing to see new faces in right. the industry, like Tiffany Haddish. Yes, mm-hmm. Me and Tiffany Haddish are sisters. We have to be, you <laughs> know. Her, She's an older. Her energy is just Off the outrageous, yes, you know. Even with the situation, um, she wore a dress. This is like her third or fourth time wearing the dress. Um, and she said on Saturday Night Live that she's yes. like, I told you I'm going to wear it again. And I'm going to wear it again. And I'm going to wear it again, wear it again <laughs> until I feel like it's worth the value that you know was put into this and she's really coming in as a black girl you know Mm -hmm. like she is every black girl that wants to be themselves exactly in the industry and she's okay with it she's loud she's funny you know, she
4: embraces her blackness and mm-hmm. she embraces
0: her mistakes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Beyonce, she go. got yep. to party with my mom, you know, <laughs> my other mom. Sorry, mom, if you're right, listening. You know, right, you're <laughs> she, she knows who my parents are. Rihanna and Beyonce <laughs> are my I'm the love child of those two. But, you know, um, she got to hang out at uh, after event or something with Jay Z Beyonce a few months back in December or so. And she was speaking in an interview about um, how she got her selfie with Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, you know, I saw Beyonce. She's I peeped some stuff, and it had me hot. And she told Beyonce, girl, I'll mess up anybody in here if I need. You know, pretty much saying some girl was trying to hit on Mm Jay-Z. Tiffany noticed, and she was telling B, I got your back. I'll go crazy here. But, you know, Beyonce's like, just have fun. And then. Beyonce just dropped a bar, Jesus. Just one bar. (laughs) No, not one bar, but the one bar that mattered was when she said, "If you want to hang with the queen, you're gonna have to sign a non-disclosure." Wow. Right. Wow. Mm, The bar. We're gonna play it. Don't worry. Don't worry. (laughs) I might skip everybody else's part. Maybe not. Maybe I will. Mm. But Beyonce's part was so powerful of a of a verse to say who I am, who I've been, you know, and Tiffany's reaction to it was like, Well she mentioned me in the song, I'm happy. Of course I'll sign a non disclosure agreement. It's Beyonce. <laughs> right. If she don't want me to open my mouth no more, I won't. You know, so she mm-hmm. took it like a grain of salt. And that's something that I feel like I've talked about like if i ever got to a point where i was at a level like that i would be honest with any of my wrongs you know like
1: right.
0: well yeah yeah, i did do that i was young you know it happened yeah, you right. know instead of trying to cover things up and be an imaginary person well, there's you know freedom what? That, in being real
3: yeah and that goes Not back to shit. what you guys were saying with her embracing who she is to embrace who you are means you have to remove masks and if she's wearing a mask that would be her Saying or doubting or denying that she said anything in the first place. Exactly. But the fact that she was like, No, I said it, and now I'm in Beyonce's song, and I'm sorry, but hey, I'm in Beyonce's song. You know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> it, was no, it was no
2: way she could have uh, denied that one, though, because she was all over the Breakfast Club. Like, I'm with Beyonce. Hey, keep my business, my business. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
0: No, this, I love Tiffany Haddish and no, sure. um, if you guys haven't read her book uh, I haven't yet but that's definitely going to be my March read mm-hmm. uh, uh, The Last Black Unicorn um, I think is something that we all need in our book collection so that we can learn how to be Unicorns, right? I'm so glad she wrote it for me. Thanks. Now I don't have to. No comment,
2: <laughs> Alex. No comment. No
4: comment.
2: Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely love Tiffany Haddish though. I like I like her, and um, and for sure Cardi B is. Like, oh my
3: God, Cardi B is my fave. You don't know even they said so, she's so been kind of silent right now mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm.
2: They're so authentic and real. It's like you ain't got no choice but to rock with
3: them. Exactly.
0: And I pray that we get more of that now. I feel like Mm -hmm. with the um, addition of social media, and we talk about this a lot, you know, people put up those walls and try to be other people that they aren't. Even girls who are used to being free with their bodies and expressive and doesn't care, they feel like they have to cover themselves for the sake of other people now Mm -hmm. and vice versa. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's just good to see authenticity in female uh, artists because females receive so much like in the film industry they always want you to be the sex symbol as a black woman in the industry or any woman you know Mm -hmm. and uh to have women standing up and playing more more important roles even with taraji in her new movie where she's like like kick ass like she's going to be whooping ass and as an actual crime fighter like an action right. movie Can't for wait. her oh, Can't wait. you know th- that's an amazing I feat for her and she started her career of over 30 years she was over 30 years old Mm -hmm. You know, so these are women who really make it okay. Taraji is another person who I met had the luxury of meeting her when I was at Columbia College. And she's another person who is a real woman. She's just just older, you know, so she kind of handle herself a little different, but she will clap back. She's a queen of clapping back, you know. (laughs) Um, But with that being said uh when we get back we'll talk a little bit. I don't really want to talk about politics. We'll talk about events that are going on for Women's Month and a few women I know that are trailblazers um in my life and you know if you guys know anybody that are that's doing great things as women this month, we'll talk about that. And a few of the best dress at the Oscars and too, you know. All right there now we go. Fashion. So, we're going to go ahead and get into some more music. Starting with Crazy in Love by Mama B right here on Nitty's knocker.
5: so deep in your eyes I touch on you more and more every time When you leave, I'm begging you not to go Call your name two, three times in a row Such a funny thing for me to try to explain How I'm feeling and my pride is the one I blame Cause yeah. I know I don't understand Just stop your love, can do doing no one else's come Coming up just so crazy right now Your the coming To my friends, so quietly. Who we think he is? Look at what you did to me. Tissues don't even need to buy a new dress. If you ain't there, ain't nobody else to impress. It's the way that you know what I gotta do. It's the beat in my heart just i with you. But I still don't insane. just like you no, look me the way no one can.
6: Blow his logo, young B and the ROC. Uh-oh, OG, big homie, the one and only Stick Bony, but the pockets is fat like Tony. soprano, the rock handle like Ben XU. I shake ponies, man. You can't get next to the genuine article. I do not sing though. I sling though. If anything, I bling, yo. Star like Ringo, war like a green or you Crazy, bring your whole set. Jay-Z and crazy and deranged, they can't figure them out, they like, hey, is he insane? Yes, sir, I'm cut from a different cloth, my texture is the best firm chinchilla I've been dealing of the chainsmokers, how do you think I got the name over? I've been real the game's over, fall back young, ever since I made the change over the platinum, the game's been a rap one. Got me looking so crazy, my
5: baby, I'm ¡So crazy! Sweating on my blowout. Sweating on my press. This trick about to go out. Man, cause I'm so fresh. Fresher than you. I'm fresher than you. Fresher than you. Oh.
0: <laughs> that was Beyonce screwing it up.
2: Yo, it's always crazy to me, um, watching women when Beyonce come on. It's, like, <laughs> literally. it's like, like going to a trans or something. Like, literally, like. So what did you just
4: observe just now? Well, uh, we become Sasha Fierce ourselves. No, seriously. <laughs>
2: well, first of all, as um, soon as each Beyonce song come on, came on, I seen somebody whip their hair. You know what I <laughs>
4: Oh, the, the, Maybe my
0: head wrap.
2: See, like. yeah, the hair wrap too. You know what I'm Just the yeah.
0: head, Swip I mean, flipping, like
2: whipping, whipping that neck or whatever.
0: <laughs> what else did you? What else? What else can and
2: you say? There's always one person to go into some some dance routines. I don't know if y'all made it for <laughs> yourselves or if y'all got it For Beyonce personally, but.
3: You know, it's influenced by her, you know. For At sure. all can't times, you know, you gotta can't help it. Them soldiers get to it's a you know,
0: feeling it just takes over, you, just, you know. I'm you, you be wanting to spin in your chair. <laughs> and Sakara was saying she's like, I didn't know what she was talking about when I listened to this originally. I was turning up, being drunk. Just living your life. Drinking that drink <laughs> yes. and, and with your girls and just
1: losing yeah, it, you know, having
0: yeah. yeah. That's really yeah, how it, it be. When Beyonce comes on, you get drunk off Beyonce and Start okay, spinning, uh, you start doing break dancing and all types of stuff. Her, you know I know I know. knew how to
2: break In the dance. video, wasn't she like uh, <laughs> spinning in the chair? Or she something?
4: was doing something of like everything. Yeah, it yeah.
0: was. Yeah, it was a lot. She fell. Was lot. She was blow drying her hair. You
2: know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it she was, was great. A great time. But she that is life. how we should always be. It's just I feel like women hold on to so much for so mm. long. Like look at how men do it. They be like, well. <laughs> It hurt for a couple weeks, but uh,
1: <laughs> weeks after,
0: maybe a few months, <laughs> even minutes. That too. Look, okay. they are very good at it. Yeah. Maybe we should have a whole panel of men talk about how to get over it.
4: Well, you know, Before on bot talks, up. women share. I'm mm-hmm. going to have a segment called "He Said, She Said, They Share," so it's going to be talking about relationships and getting from the male's perspective. Mm-hmm. See, look,
0: that's I mean, a necessity.
2: In my opinion, I don't know if I'm like just emotionally detached. But it's like I can only do so much and, like, so much hurting. Mm. And then you just got to let it go, you know? That's just how I feel. I feel like women uh, can sometimes hold on to things.
0: That's true. My friend has a song yeah. called Let It Go, and it says, I don't want to let it go. <laughs> so we <laughs> don't ever want to let go of anything that, that made you happy or you you live in the thought way too long. Mm-hmm. But – beyond that let's go ahead and talk about a few events that are going on um on sunday the small world collective it's a queer friendly event held at tantrum lounge by some girls that i met um i went to one of their events before and taylor's tacos was there um and they'll be at tantrum lounge on 10th and state this sunday night um there is
2: also shout out to Dion Dion posley he was on the show a few months back but uh every friday he up at tantrum you know, doing his thing. Everybody. He is.
0: Thanks for going ahead and talking about men when we talking about women. Ain't never I mean, had nothing. <laughs> women's history. I, I'm sorry, There's we, a. We all about now,
4: women. Can we get a month? I mean, at least we got 31 days in our month, you know?
2: <laughs> Y'all get everything. I mean,
4: we? look, we're not going to go think, there. Right. Good vibes only.
0: Right. Um, on go. Thursday, March 8th, <laughs> which is in a couple of days, we have the Women's Day Whiskey Night at Estelle's, which sounds really, really interesting. Um,. On Tuesday next week there is something called Pretty Woman the musical hmm. and it starts Tuesday and it goes through next the next I think it's like a two week musical and this is at the Oriental Theater Tickets are 30 to $90. And there are a bunch of pop-up bars and stores that are selling women's merch, like feminist bags and... Very cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and the definition on this bag, which is why I might get it, it says a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. That's honestly all feminism should be about, but sometimes people be pushing pushing that button like, girl, how much do you really want? You know <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know you don't, don't want be that. real. But as far just- as... who are some women that you all know that are doing amazing things, even if it's yourself? Let us know what's going on with the women you know or yourselves
3: this month. Well, I'm going to have to take some time to shout myself out because I'm going to be, I'm actually preparing this month for my first showcase and dance. It'll be my first time putting my work out on stage um, professionally. So I'm going to be doing Urbanite. Um, it's a night basically at the metro Chicago Mm. where it's a bunch of different dance um, performances but then it's also like party vibe too Um, but it's my first time putting myself out there I was on a company for three years and so I'm more of an independent artist now Mm -hmm. Um, so putting that all together this month and and getting that out so I'm super super excited about that yeah that's happening in April though April 7th it's still happening though the preparation starts oh yeah it starts When, when did it start The preparation started maybe two weeks ago after I found out I was getting in. Um, Actually, I started preparing before I knew I was getting in because I knew I was going to get in. Um, (laughs) Affirmation. You know, but uh, I had to start mixing the music and picking my cast and setting up rehearsal space and getting all my dancers together and choreographing. I'm doing it all myself, so it takes a lot of time to prepare a set like that, but I'm super, super excited about it. Oh,
1: did I mess
0: up? Mm-hmm. But um, what do you have Going on Takara Who who do you know And what are you doing this month Oh
4: wow Um, At the end of the month Santa- Oh wait we have oh. a call it. Who the heck Alright
0: Who the heck <laughs> We might miss it Because I didn't I never really know How to expect a phone call You know Well, hello. well it looks like we missed it. <laughs> I'm uh, not gonna worry no too much about sorry, hello. whoever. If you're out there, call back. Oh they are. It might be our call in calling early, actually. Then tell you guys we have a call in. Hey. Hello, hello, this is Nitty Snocker. Hi, it's Jay Moore. Hi, Jay. Wow, well, I like you. You're an early caller. I like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. So, Jay Amore is a musician, guys. She's a a musician who submitted her work to us through my content producer, D. Profit. He always looking out, giving us great people. And because it's Women's Month, you know, we starting off with all women. So, welcome to the
1: show.
7: Thank you. I appreciate you having me. And I'm all for the women. Like, that is... That is exactly, that's why I speak for. That's what I'm about. And I'm I'm so excited right now because this song of mine is really for women. That's really what it's for.
0: True. Okay, so what I want you to do is give me a one-minute breakdown of who you are. I do this with most of my artists. I haven't done it with the author and the dancer that's sitting in the room yet. But we'll start with you. Go ahead and give
7: us a rundown starting now. Okay. Well, one minute's gonna be hard because I have a lot going on in my life. I am an activist. I would say I'm a woman's activist. I like to challenge the uh, social constructs a lot. I am very into helping people and women and children and inspiring positive change, even if it's a little bit unnormal, uh, I would say I like a different. That. A different pursuit a different route um I mean what else do you want to know about me there's so much tell there's me really what so tell much. me
0: what I should know look I are you are you into unicorns <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a loaded question
0: I am okay, a unicorn right? so, so am I welcome to the welcome to the gang in the gang all day
1: <laughs> unigang. I
0: love that you can brand that <laughs> oh, oh don't worry it's in the works unigang is a thing this is us we are here and where are you from
7: I'm from Texas. I'm I'm currently in Austin, Texas. I have traveled my whole life. I've been to like eight different schools, was in Germany, was born in California. So how, how um, is traveling is what I've been doing since I was a kid. So I would say I'm from Texas. I've been here for about mm, 15 years, Austin, Dallas, Colleen, San Antonio. So all over the place. I'm, yeah, I'm raised in Texas. Born in California but raised in Texas. You know,
0: my, my mom is from Texas, uh Beyonce. Oh
7: <laughs> <laughs> she from Houston. I said, hey, Yes, I just came from Houston. I uh my my job, you know, my job I'm a I'm in sports marketing. So I I work with a lot of different athletes and I travel a lot doing meet and greets with them and things of that nature. So I mean, that's always fun.
0: I bet. Do you get get you a uh, basketball husband yet? <laughs>
7: Listen to you. Girl, I had a I had a football boyfriend when I was in college. He went to the league and that's how I ended up meeting this marketing team. Oh, okay. And so, well. you know, a uh, good thing came out of that. We didn't stay together, <laughs> but you know, I don't I don't say to you know, it was a, it was a good relationship. It was it was all, it was decent, you know, we just bumped heads with our with who we were, you know, but everybody's there for a reason. I don't believe in failed relationships. I believe if you come out of it with uh, knowledge or something that has helped you progress yourself, I feel like that's not failure. That's it. Yeah, that's
0: Very true. Teachable moments. Mm-hmm. So,
7: so how did you know you were a
0: unicorn? This
7: is I, I <laughs> have to know. Um, I've just never been normal. I've, I've never really fit into a, a group. I've always just kind of done my own thing, and I've always had my own type of thoughts. And when I was a little girl, I said I was going to change the world, and people told me I was crazy. Mm. And I still don't really know how I'm gonna do it yet, but I'm I'm working on it. So I'm I'm, my mind is still there, and I just don't really follow the crowd. I feel like I'm always a few years ahead of everybody. You know, I was woke before woke was cool, and, and I just I'm just ahead of the of of the whole game. So. I feel, like, I feel like I'm a unicorn. And, and usually everybody I meet, they tell me they've never met anybody else like me. I am not know if a good thing or a bad thing. It's a girl. good thing,
0: bro. <laughs> Look, you got the whole squad in here. <laughs> um, you, yes. You're doing the right thing. Absolutely. Alex, what do you think? You think it's good to be different?
2: <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely good to be different. But, you know, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with being normal, you Say,
4: what's normal Define
0: that. I mean, here we go <laughs> oh spill the tea what yeah, is normal yeah. when you're in right. a room right. full of women who are not right.
2: <laughs> I, mean, right. I, I guess nobody's normal yeah, right? That, are, is that what you're trying to say to me
0: no what are you trying to say to <laughs> us to the,
2: a, to the average person somebody who might not stick out what's an know?
4: average person we we say all these things, but really, do we really know the definition of it? Is there a definition, or we're we just going on what the world says?
2: Um,
0: Look at us grilling! Look, we're yeah.
2: grilling Alex. I'm trying to save
4: Alex
1: right
0: now. We're grilling Alex, but Jay she's already
7: with the wave. So you know, <laughs> there you go.
2: Well, here's my thing. I it's think. all
7: good. Normal <laughs> is what I think. Normal is what the majority. It's it's what the majority is. It is what society says it is, it is norm, normality is is the majority yeah
0: absolutely and that's why it's always good to have your mythical creatures who mm-hmm. just pop out and be like hey we're here you know um
7: yeah, you us.
0: here to save the day now i want to know more about this music you do not too much about the single just yet but just how you got into music and and what it means to you as uh, a woman in the entertainment industry
7: Wow! So this is going to be an interesting story because when I was a little girl, I, mean, I was in third grade and I I was in my little music class. You know, we all have our little. Uh, everybody had to go to a little music class, and I I, I tried out for a duet, um, a trio, and a solo, and I ended up getting a solo. So I get on stage and I start singing, and like. I coughed or something, like I stuck in my throat, and I ran off stage and I cried. And I swore I would never, ever do music. I would never sing again. I would never do music again. I'd never get on stage. I just cried. And I was so embarrassed. And it was the most embarrassing moment in my life. And I just feared uh, the vulnerability of expressing myself musically. And then becoming an adult, I really had to face the biggest fear I've had my whole life and that opened me up and music just kind of, kind of kept pulling me because in college, I ended up interning at a really big recording studio in Dallas and it just kept like trying to get me back and I just kept pushing it away and I started uh, writing poetry to get out of my get my feelings out. Mm-hmm. And finally, um, finally, after being around so many people and it just becoming something that, I could just tell it was something I needed to do. You know, when you, when you're in tune with the universe, it's like, you know, your purpose. And I just, I knew it was something I needed to do. And I knew that if I was going to walk within my purpose, I had to make music, even though it scared me. And that is true. uh,
0: That is definitely true when it comes to walking. It scared
7: me, you know, it scared me. It was a fear, but fears are, are fears to hold you back from something that's, really incredible right. and can really make really be something that's for you exactly. you know they say the devil the devil puts fear in you or whatever you believe in that fear is just to hold you back exactly. from being who you really are and I learned that and once I really put myself into my music and went ahead and, and did it I was like oh this is me like this is this is who I this is what I like to do
4: that is awesome mm-hmm.
0: that is awesome and when you said that you know you know that you have the purpose, but then you also said that you still are figuring out what exactly it is. The fact that you are walking in the thing that gives you the most satisfaction and the most gratitude shows that, it, you know, your purpose, you, you're you aware of it. It's just it literally has not really hit in the way or the form that uh, it's supposed to work for you, you know. So yes. the fact that you're oh, it already hasn't, it
7: hasn't manifested yet yeah. to the fullest extent.
0: Yeah, and the fact that you're already like two steps ahead—what'd you say? Three years ahead. Like you're a few years ahead of everybody uh, when it comes to just knowing yourself. That's a beautiful thing. And how, what would you say to to young girls or women who don't know how to believe in the power of what they're doing? Um,
7: uh, self. Everything starts with self-love first and foremost. Like loving yourself and accepting. Everything about you, who you are. One of my one of my um, my quotes is uh, the the difference between a unique quality and a flaw is only an opinion. Mm-hmm. So as as long as you accept every flaw and every part of you and everything, then the world just opens up. It really does.
0: That's an amazing quote. Say that one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs>
7: The only difference between a unique quality and a flaw is an opinion.
0: That's deep. That's raw. That's going to be the quote of the week. You you done did something this week, girl. That's the the quote of the week, girl. I I really... (laughs) I, I resonate with that, you know, and we live in yeah. a world full of opinions. So to have trailblazers and people who can just push through it and continue to do what they love, like they did in the 90s, you know, when they made music in the 90s, mm-hmm. it wasn't about 500,000 people listening to your mm-hmm. song. It was about whoever heard it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, And you still did it the way that you wanted to do it because there was no way. That you could find out about their opinions unless they wrote a letter that came <laughs> five to seven days later and with a whole stack of other <laughs> letters that you had to go through. So, right, go ahead and tell me about your song, Single Weather.
7: Okay, so this song is a little uh, controversial, I would Ooh. say. Um, I I came up with the song because, other <laughs> this gets personal. I came up with a song um, because I was seeing a guy, I was dating a guy, but I already knew he wasn't like husband material. He was too young for me and he didn't have his ambitions in his life and his everything in order, but his morals were right and he treated me good and he was so sweet, you know? And um, so we were, you know, kinda, we were just kind of buddies. I'll call it mm-hmm. that,
1: we're just kind of
7: buddies. But we were exclusive with each other. We had an agreement that we respected each other's bodies. And um, we were exclusive with each other in that way. And we shared that part of each other for that moment in time. And um, a lot of the music we would listen to in our intimate moment always seemed to be like music that was talking about either getting together or calling a woman a hoe. And and it never (laughs) resonated with me that music... Those, that music in that moment in that relationship mm-hmm. didn't work because it was either very disrespectful to women and that's not how he treated me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. He, he didn't look at me like I was a hoe. He, didn't, he wasn't treating me like that. He was treating me with the utmost respect. But at the same time, we weren't trying to fall in love, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted, I wanted a song that fit right in between, that fit mm. exactly what that relationship was. And I made Single Weather...
0: Oh wow. wow. This I feel like this is gonna be a hit. And that's I never listen to the song until I talk to the artist, you know. I don't that's ever wanna listen to it before the radio show because I like genuine response. I don't like to ponder and think about what I can say about the song. I just I like to hear it in the moment where it's supposed to be fresh and heard oh, by it. the masses, you know. Um Oh yeah. So the, you said that relationship, you know that got itself cut off, that cut itself off pretty quick, huh? um we
7: we were We were in an exclusive relationship for about a year, actually, and it wasn't it wasn't like a it, it was very interesting. It was not, it was not a normal relationship. it was definitely uh you know something that was abnormal and it, it bothered him a little because he really wanted to be with me, mm hmm and I was just like, it's not that, I, I swear, I'm not talking to nobody. I'm not disrespecting you. Like, I'm not sleeping with anybody. Like, if, if we don't sleep together, I'm going to be celibate, you know? Like, I, was like I, I swear it's not that. It's just, it's not the right time for us. And he just, he wasn't at the maturity level. Like I said, he was a little young. Mm-hmm. He was younger. And he didn't have his he didn't have his business and his ambition and a foundation. You got to have a foundation before you can build a relationship. And neither of us really had that. We didn't have a foundation. And and this I was watching this guy. um, it, It was a viral video, and he said something about how he's in construction, and every project, the foundation is money. You have to have you have to have the money. You have to have the money to be able to build whatever structure it is, whatever project it is. So the foundation, you have to have that. And he didn't have it. He didn't know where he was going. He couldn't keep a regular job. Like, it, just, it, wasn't, it wasn't a good option, you know, for a relationship like that. But he treated me good, and, and it's what I needed right now. I'm not about to get married anytime soon. So, you know, and, and guys aren't the only ones that can do that.
1: Yeah, right. They're not the only True. ones that
7: can decide when they want to be married and when they don't and when they want a real relationship and when they don't. Girl, we yes. Where's
0: option. the bell? Yes. <laughs> ring a, the bell. Yes. Cowbell. We had a cowbell. <laughs> Does it work?
1: That's good.
0: Yes.
4: yes. Yeah, that's, That don't
0: sound unicorn. I don't like the cowbell. I, I'm going to stick to my to my solid ting of a bell. Um, but... <laughs> But that all sounds really exciting. Do you have any plans for South by Southwest?
7: I actually might be performing my song on the 16th because I just got a call saying they want me to perform it. So I'll probably be performing on the 16th. and I'm going to get the details for it pretty soon.
0: Nice. Well, I'm definitely excited for that. Are there any yes. other projects that you have coming out and how can people keep up with you and your journey?
7: Um, I have a lot of, because I, do, I don't just do music. I also am putting together a film that I can't really talk about yet because it's just barely in the works. Um, but it's going to be like a web series or, I mean, I really don't know where this is going to go. It might, it's, the way that people are talking about it, it's probably going to get really big. Mm-hmm. So who knows, who knows where it's about to go, but it's a really interesting show that's about to shift and show people what it's like dating nowadays Mm -hmm. and everybody's input and how everybody's input is so off right? and it's flawed. And they try to tell, especially when guys try to tell us women what we need to do and Mm -hmm. they try to tell us how, you know, you need to stand by a broken man. Oh, well it's your fault for being with the broke man. Oh, well it's, you know what I mean? It's like, there's never a a real answer. There's never a real, there's never real feedback. And I want to show, that, like, how difficult it is, how difficult it is to really stand by a a broke man, Mm -hmm. how difficult it is to deal with a guy that's just going to call you a gold digger because you want him to take you out to eat like a normal individual, you Mm -hmm. know, like, (laughs) I want to show, I want to show every part and how, how dating right now is, and it's really going to resonate with women, and I think it's going to show men themselves, so that's a project that's in the works. And people can follow me on Instagram at Janae Moore, that's J-E-N-E-E, A-M-O-R-E. And I'm on Instagram and Snapchat as that. And then Facebook is J E, and then A-M-O-R-E.
0: Well, I'm very, (laughs) very grateful for our conversation. Um, Can't wait for the show. That seems like a very, very interesting uh, thing, because there is a documentary that talks about this generation's sex addiction you know how everything Mm -hmm. is just a sexual attraction versus an actual relationship nobody Mm -hmm. wants relate. it's not a thing Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal and everybody dates who you're dating nowadays Mm -hmm. everybody's input is the input for you
2: i mean it might be a, a, a little bit beneficial uh that we're not dating as much because we're not having as many babies. So, <laughs> Well, true. You know, you don't down.
0: have to eat the babies. Like, uh, what's his name? Winston Churchill wrote that about that, about eating babies to what? save. It was a, it was a, a book um, we read when I was in literature, and Yikes. it was a book that said, you know, a way to save the population is to eat the babies. It's a, I'm, yeah, it's something that was like a, a critical read for us when I was in high school, but I think Winston Church—it was a comedic piece, you know. Of course, it was something Uh, that wasn't serious, but it was uh, really saying, "Hey, guys, like, think of it this way." You know, uh, great read, great read.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You got to give up your firstborn daughter. I'm gonna take take you to the feast.
0: (laughs) No, seriously. (laughs) That sucks. Yeah, you eating eating uh, baby Susie for dinner? That's
3: disgusting!
1: Oh
3: my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: That is sick. But <laughs> beyond the sickness, I'm very excited to listen to this song, Single Weather. And Janae, I do not think this will be the last time that we come across each other's paths, considering we're both, you know, we're sisters in, in the That's universe. One, so. You're oh, yeah. all day. Uh, oh, yeah. So without further ado, thank you so much for calling in and being so lively and so full of life on on the show today and until i talk to you again peace love and happiness
7: oh yeah peace love and happiness and let me know what you think because i know you're gonna like it
0: <laughs> girl i'll text you i'll text you <laughs> okay okay i got you
8: I
2: all right
0: it. thank you so much and here is single weather right here on nitty snocker sparks
8: Bro, you're together just to be together And you know right now it's a single weather Yeah, that's yeah, true I don't love you like me But we always make do When we in between the sheets You know I like D And you know I like me Bring them both through Can you handle, Can you handle me? me? We don't have to be in love, baby I love you. We don't have to be in love Life, betcha having the time of your life. Packing a bag, I'm coming tonight. Gotta get on the road. Let's take it a flight. I want it all, just leave the drama. No, I'm not gonna try to go meet your mama. I just want the phone calls, late night texts, cuddling with me, good night sex. We ain't gotta be an item, a couple of weeks. I'm just focused on the big money making scheme. Not saying it's you, I'm just saying please, take it easy. I don't wanna foresee Oh, yeah, the feeling's are right. Come on, me, baby, we'll reach a new height You already knowin' just what's this shit like Now we are an official, but pretend tonight We don't have to be together just to be together oh, no. And you know right now it's a single weather Yeah, yeah it's true, I don't love you like me But we always make do when we in between the sheets You know I like tea, and you know I like me Bring them both through, can you, me? can you handle me? We don't have to be in love, baby have to be in love
6: So, single weather, right. well single is better yeah. Enjoy the time and the memories we make together Laid up under the cover trying to escape the weather I love her, she loves me and I ain't gotta tell her I give her a cash advance for the bank teller Ooh. She ain't even gotta wait for what the bank teller Ooh. She put it down, pick it up just like a weight put tether man. In the gym, her body right, that's what the trainer teller we, we ain't gotta be in love But she said she don't wanna get too deep in it no. She said I just wanna... I just wanna. Honestly, I'm trying to get up in them sheets with you. She put her hands on me like, oh baby. We ain't gotta put a label on it. Now we in heat like, oh baby. We shouldn't have to put a label on it
8: We don't have to be together just to be together And you know right now it's a single weather Yeah, Yeah, it's true, I don't love you like me But we always make do when we in between the sheets You know I like me and you know I like me Bring them both through, can you handle me? me. We don't have to be in love, baby We don't have to be in love we don't have to be together just to be together oh, no. and you know right now it's a single weather yeah, yeah sure. true i don't love you like me but we always make do when we in between the sheets oh, you know no. i like tea, and you know i like tea. bring them both through can you, me? can you handle me we don't have to be in love baby I love you. we don't have to be in love i'm not really trying to be together like that oh she told you didn't she
0: like for real, I do like the song. It's very forward. Mm-hmm. It's letting you know, um, you know. Usually, guys before they start messing with you, they say, um, "Just so you know, I'm not trying to be with you. I just, right. just so you know, we can do all that, but you're not my girl."
2: I like that song for that for that very reason, because um, you know, a lot of times women try to try to make it seem like guys are the only ones trying to perpetuate uh, situationships. When it it's not always just us. Hold know. on, hold
4: on. You just made up a word. Can you go back? Rewind. You never heard that? No. Situationships?
0: That's what we do nowadays.
4: School me, you know I'm from, <laughs> I'm from the old school, <laughs> you know. Uh, like,
2: hold so on. Basically a uh, uh situationship is basically you in a you in a relationship without the title. You know, you trying to stay faithful to each other, as as you heard me say, trying. Um and you basically wanna spend a lot of time with this specific person but you don't want to be committed fully
4: a situationship mm-hmm. yes yeah,
0: a trying it out thing like we in this little situation right now you know right yeah. don't talk to her don't talk to him this you know it's my situation right now right. but i'll let you know in a, in a couple months or whatever what what level we are so right. I'm,
4: I'm really shocked that that's not an option that you can choose on Facebook. <laughs> or, I feel like it will be soon. Right. And, it's, you know,
0: the th- way things are going nowadays, yes, it's gonna be
4: soon. I, you know, <laughs> things are complicated. You know, you're know, you single, so I can definitely see the drop-down situation show, you know, I feel
0: like that's going to come soon for real because, Same. you know, or, or they're going to either really push so people can have kids again because I feel like we're going to have a drought of children being born or maybe not because people like being single single moms on Instagram You think it's cute (laughs) you have so many single moms on Twitter they're like
2: they always want to match with their sons
0: mommy of so and so then make a page for their kid you
2: know like they're their boyfriend
0: yeah their daughters (laughs) just you know with like lace fronts oh, <laughs> no. I, I, love, I love seeing a little uh
2: took me down. Two, right? <laughs> two or three-year-olds uh sagging their pants with the gold chains and the shades on
3: it makes me uncomfortable to be honest <laughs> dressing them like a old like a grown man he it's, too
2: exactly you, know, what I'm saying? you barely
3: know how to wipe yourself come on man you're not lying about <laughs> that come but
0: on. we're actually gonna go ahead and go into the unicorn gospel
3: You just knocked yourself out. Every time. Every time. It's just like, girl,
0: you did it again with that.
3: <laughs> well, you did it again. Every time it just takes Ooh, me there. you could
0: have seen her face. Right. <laughs> but this week's Unicorn Gospel, like I said, we'll be talking about, um, adver- you know, ang- anxiety and things. And when you have anxiety, you kind of lose faith. You kind of just don't want to wake up. You know, you want to disappear. You Literally, you just... Forget that the universe is with you, you know. So this week's um, Unicorn Gospel is from Psalms, the book of Psalms. And for those of you who don't know what Unicorn Gospel is, it's just like the ghetto gospel or anything else where you take a verse or something and you reword it in a way that uh, resonates with you and the people who are listening Mm -hmm. to the way that you do things. So um, it's Psalms verse 37... No, chapter... Book 37, verse... I'm not good at the Bible, y'all. Sorry. Uh, I know the Bible, but I don't know how to read. (laughs) it. 17 and 18, that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So, it says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So, pretty much, that means that, to me, the righteous are... Us, the unicorns, the pixie girls, the fairies, you know. People who live in the land of yummy beautifulness and pixie, all of that, you know. It's us, the righteous. Um cry and we cry out you know when we're hurting when we're going through it you still cry you still are human you still have things inside of you that make you feel weak right. this is something me and Takara talked about a few days ago It's just sometimes the strong do get really weak and who's there to hold you right the universe it hears you the universe is always with you the radiant skies it can be whatever color you want it to be when you look up it doesn't always have to be blue my sky is pink
4: with cotton candy
0: uh <laughs> clouds you know
4: it's <laughs> just yes <laughs>
0: and when the universe universe hears you they deliver you now the thing is we don't really see the way that we are being relieved of that stress unless we open ourselves to seeing that we are being relieved of it mm-hmm. the universe listens to you and we are hard-headed we listen we hear we say oh my god like Get this away from me. I don't want to deal with this anymore. But what do we do? We do something that puts us right back where it's we it. don't want to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. So in doing those things, we forget that the universe is is with us as brokenhearted people. You know, as brokenhearted unicorns. Like, our hearts do break, guys. Mm-hmm. It's, the mm-hmm. pixie does it slides out. It slides <laughs> out. You know, it, it oozes everywhere. Mm-hmm. When we're hurting and when we feel crushed and when we don't feel like we've got it going for us um but it always saves us you know we are always saved by the bell seriously because you just got to pay attention Mm -hmm. we have to pay attention if we're saying oh i'm going through so much well you're asking right now you have a chance to ask for it to be gone and it will be gone it might not happen overnight and your process is your process you know nobody can tell you how long that's it but it will come What's that one thing About it coming in the morning I know it's a verse Or something My mom. Joy
4: comes in the morning
0: Yeah It's something before that The st- storm Something Through the night But I, joy comes in the morning about, Yes Yes <laughs> So that is um, Pretty much How I My take on it You know mm-hmm. On that verse From On those two verses From the book of Psalms Is no matter What you're going through You know With your As, myth, as mythical creatures In the land of Love you can still cry out and get your your prayers answered. You can still yeah. fix the have the problems fixed. We can't fix everything ourselves, but just know that if we really want it changed, the battle's not ours. It's
4: the Lord.
0: Yes, or the universe or Allah or Buddha or whoever, whoever you talk whoever. to. Right. It's the same thing. You know, it's somebody who's helping you through your trials and tribulations. Right. Um so yeah, that's I mean, feel free to expand on on the thought if you I mean
2: I don't uh I definitely believe that you should have faith in in God and and whatever uh higher up a higher being you believe in. But at the same time, you know, uh I think what you said that stood out is it really falls back onto you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to be the one to mm-hmm. conquer those battles. And not only um by yourself but you have to be the one to, to speak up and allow people to come in and help you you know um, even if you need help you have to realize that you that you actually need help and go mm-hmm. s- seek it out um, there's a few basketball players that recently came out saying that they've uh, experienced anxiety in in their home life as well as on the basketball court um, but they it took for one of them to come out for for the rest of them to start coming to the forefront and it's, it's just crazy how many people didn't believe that, or how many people believe that they're the only person going through something. Exactly. Of the similar issue, you know.
4: I am a firm believer of that you definitely have power in what you say. So to be mindful of the words that you speak, mm-hmm. um, once you release those words, they're gone. They're in the atmosphere they have to form. They have to, you know, something has to be done with those. Um, so for me, one thing that I'm learning um, in this awesome journey called life is that freedom is everything and to be free brings peace it brings faith and um just being real as an individual um especially as women and a lot of times women are portrayed as superheroes we carry all this weight Um, we're expected to carry all this weight because we're a woman and we break down too we go through uh, different trials and tribulations and things of that nature and um and anxiety can take a hold of you if you let it there's a choice everything begins and ends with a decision Mm -hmm. so it's all about you know what it is that you truly believe in um if it's god or or whoever, or whatever. Um, but having the faith and understanding that seasons come, seasons go. And um, Ecclesiastics 3 talks about it very well, talking about there's a season to live, there's a season to die. And just understanding what season you're in allows for you to walk through exactly what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows for you to be comfortable and embrace what you're going through. Because again, it's your process, it's a process. And if you know anything about a process, there's an end.
3: Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that I'm learning now and in regards to anxiety and bouncing off of what both of you said um, is accepting where you are Mm -hmm. and not avoiding it so knowing okay I'm going through this and that's okay and I'm going to breathe through it rather than saying I don't want to think about it I don't want to talk about it I don't want to worry about it because you're avoiding it and if you're avoiding it you're still li- it's still living through you yeah, right you just because pro- it's in prolonging you. it exactly. Yeah, exactly rather than just okay this is what I'm going through right now it sucks but I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna heal I'm gonna go through it I'm gonna have faith in the universe I'm gonna have faith in God I'm gonna have faith that I'm gonna make it through and this is something that's building me into a better person yeah. and no, you know good. just not avoiding it you have to go through it I mean, everybody goes through it,
2: it and it's okay to go through it um yeah for sure you just can't state it that's yeah.
3: it Be I mean passionate about it think yeah. about seasons
4: I mean You know, yeah, we ready, we ready for spring, you know? But every season brings something that we need. Mm -hmm. And what I'm learning is that, um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I failed at this. I failed at that. And I say, no, they're teachable moments. You know, you eat the meat and spit out the bone. There's something that you had to get out of whatever it is that you went through. Good, bad, ugly. Find the good in it. You know, everyone talks about the glass being half empty or half full. Find your happy medium out of what you're going through. Because Mm -hmm. and put it in your toolkit. Maybe it's a tool belt. Maybe it's a fanny pack. Go crazy. I'm only saying that. Serenity has a fanny pack and she's reminding me, she's dating me. And it's pink, (laughs) and it's pink, and it's really cute. But whatever that tool belt is, that fanny pack, whatever that is, and just really embrace what it is that you're going through because what that tool... That tool may not mean anything right now in this season, but the season coming down that journey that or that road call life, you can look back and be like, okay, you know, this is what this meant. Okay, now I can understand, you know, why I had to go through this. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, I'm really going to date myself when I say this. Pee Wee's Playhouse. I I like the movie. Okay, so yeah, I used to watch the cartoon, right? <laughs> that was so did you Thanks. did you really do Thanks. that? He did it. But every yes. episode he would bring out this huge foil ball. Mm-hmm. And he would put foil on it every week. So if you really think about what you're going through down this journey, you know, keep on putting whatever toolkits or whatever on this ball. It's gonna evolve and evolve and get bigger and bigger. But you're gonna be able to, you know, see it, know it, and be able to identify why I went through this and value it that much more. Mm-hmm.
0: Look, see, y'all going crazy right now with just all these understandings of it. And one thing more I do want to expand on is people feel like they have to, like we said, hide, you know. Mm -hmm. It is so okay to realize when your heart is hurting. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Absolutely. You can Mm -hmm. say that. You can tell the world that. You mean, I mean, and that's something that's a newer uh, area for me because, you know, when I do these unicorn gospels and the topics, it's literally based off what I've went through in the week, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. week, (laughs) each week I'm going through it, you know, whatever it may be. So, you know, we have these platforms. Right. And when we get on Twitter, we get on Instagram, get on social media. What are we seeing? Not too much substance. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. The pages that have the substance or the quotes or the um the things that say, I'm human too, and I'm going through this, don't have as much of a voice, you know? Right. So it's up to us to be that voice. My friend, my co-host earlier, we were on the phone, and he was asking me, you know, he saw some of my posts, and he was like, yo, you're okay, you know? Just talk to me about it if it's something wrong. And I say, no, that's not what we're here to do. Like, yeah, I'll talk to you about it too, but... If I do go to social media to talk about it, I'm not just going to sulk about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say what the problem is and then backtrack it by saying, but it's not going to kill me. Mm -hmm. I can make it through it, you know, because that's still allowing me to journal, but also allowing me to be a voice for other people who might like it's so many people, men and women who go through the same heartbreaks, the same uh, job losses, the Mm -hmm. same uh, identity crisis, but they don't talk about it because it makes you look weak and on the Internet. And that's the thing about being <laughs>
3: vulnerable is mm-hmm. that when you're vulnerable and you let people know what you're going through, someone's going to relate to you because they relate to your human. Right. You are being human in that moment. But when you decide, oh, I'm not going to talk about it, I'm not going to post about it, I'm not going to say anything about it, it's harder for people to relate to you because you're hiding a piece of yourself.
4: And that's why I go back to saying there's just so much freedom in being real. And I don't think people understand when you can really just be real, not just with yourself, with other people. You don't know who needs to hear your realness. You don't know who you're around that needs to hear your story. And um, I'm really big on that. That's one thing I love about being an empowerment speaker. And God Mm. gives me a topic and he'll say, okay, um I need you to go to the right and nine times out of ten I have to pull something out of me and share and be vulnerable because there's that one or two per uh, to Typically, women who are in my audience who need to hear what I have to say, mm-hmm. and so you know, being vulnerable and being free, and hey, you know what? Like, like we said earlier, this happened, and but da 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 da, and I'm a firm believer that this life that we live truly is not our own. Like, it really is, and we go through things for other people. And so, if you're not sharing those things, how are you really living the life that you were created to live? Mm-hmm. Very
0: true. Look. Unicorns, why y'all know <laughs> y'all are unicorns and you don't even know it. You know it's it's literally just about channeling positivity, like channel it. You know, mm-hmm. fight through it, but show that you know, be that rare occasion on somebody's timeline, be mm-hmm. that rare occasion in somebody's life where you came through and just dropped the gems. And has somebody say, wow, I can't wait until I get another gem like that. But I'm going to apply this one that I just got Mm -hmm,
1: and see how it Mm
0: -hmm. works. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, Alex was saying it earlier. It's like, take the advice, you know, try everything out that people offer you. But that doesn't mean you have to go that route in doing it. Mm -hmm. Just find out if it works for you or not. Mm -hmm. If it works for you, then great. If not, go to the next thing on the list. Because right. there's something out here that's for everybody, you know. There's something out here that we all can long, learn, not long. But um, with that being said, y'all know we all care about each other, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Beyonce also cares
3: about
0: us <laughs> all. Segway. So we're going to go ahead and play I Care by, by my mom, you know, because it's March, y'all, right here on Nitty's Knocker. love me some beyonce she was and
3: it. <clears throat> you know, i used to
0: my dad fun fact my um my dad used to make me and my sisters have you guys seen the fighting temptations yes fighting temptations no. with beyonce oh, and oh, yeah, Cuba yeah, yeah, yeah. jr mm-hmm. you know that song at the end the he still loves me song
3: mm-hmm.
0: my dad was joe jackson <laughs> <laughs> just without the iron <laughs> and the, the belt and all that stuff, oh but every, he made us practice that song every day, and I was Beyonce. Hey,
3: so, especially your mama, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. So and that's
0: something I've always been really good with. Was like even with singing and stuff is impersonating other voices as a singer, as mm-hmm. act anything. You know, I, I love voices, mm-hmm. and I got to be Beyonce, mm-hmm. and I used to kill it. I used to I the whole little that. thing. I, I ain't gonna, gonna do it right now because I don't know it, how it sounds right now, but. <laughs> You know, um, that's kind of how I was like, oh, I can kind of sing. I can kind of do this. So thanks, Beyonce. Um, and the last <laughs> song we play was Sweet Dreams. So uh, we're going to talk about anxiety. And anxiety hits you in ugly places, especially when you're trying to be at rest. Mm. It will hit mm-hmm. you in your dreams. It will hit you in your nightmare, beautiful nightmare, mm-hmm. sweet dreams, mm-hmm. all of that. For real, it will hit you and it gives you insomnia because you don't want to sleep. You mm-hmm. don't want to feel something again and then have the dream reveal that it's not there. And dreams do a real, real good job of nightmares. I'm sorry, of showing you that it's not there no more, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I want to talk about ways to deal with anxiety through art.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and this article on psych central.com, it's a, a blog about, um, three art therapy techniques that help deal with it. And, um, One of them is anxiety expressing itself. Um, And it says it's um, a technique that's a favorite because it's combining paying mindful attention to your body while drawing intuitively. So she suggests doing it when you're feeling anxious. Mm. Um, For you guys, what's a way of expressing anxiety through
4: your art platforms? Wow, for me, it's journaling. Um, It's a way just to get my thoughts out. And then sometimes I voice record myself, just really speaking. Mm, um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I'm not crazy. No, (laughs) I talk to myself all the time. I just don't answer myself. Um, That's when it's a problem. Another thing too, I create um, affirmations, so things to speak over myself. Um, In my bathroom, I have all you know different reminders that I look at every day. You know, um, I'm working on my PhD, so it says Doctor Steele in 2018. You know. my family is everything. So it's love, family, business equals purpose. So just different things to remind me of the track that I'm on.
0: And this is good for you as an author, as somebody who writes books and teaches women how to empower themselves through voice and speech. So... Um, that's a really cool way is mm-hmm. maybe I should go. I keep telling myself I'm going to go buy a post-it note so that I can start doing it. But it's just like, what
3: would I write? You know, those you are can things that. Now, but I feel like it would come to you.
4: They do. And yeah. they come to you at the moments when you need them the most. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. Um, sometimes I get my when I'm driving in um, for my nine to five. I drive quite often. And there's times where I'm on the road for three hours and it's completely silent. And sometimes I just need those moments to really just think and create. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll turn the voice memo on and. I've created a podcast that way. It shocked the heck out of me just really emptying out myself and just being aware of um, the different things that are going on in my brain and just understanding that it's okay to be creative.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you? From my perspective, um, I mean, I do the same, very similar things that you do, but from a dancer's perspective, Mm -hmm. music is huge for me. So I connect to music. Um, Things that resonate with how I'm feeling, I usually... You know I'll listen to those songs over and over and dance releasing through dance helps me a lot so for example I had a moment maybe I think it was a month ago where I don't know what I was going through but I was feeling very anxious and I listen to Erica Badu when I'm feeling that way because she just calms me she brings me to a different level she brings me higher than where I am in the moment and I was listening to her and I just felt the urge to move and I got up and I created a piece that I didn't even know I was going to create mm. until after it was done. I was like, oh, I guess, you know, I needed that. I, it's kind of like a, it motivates me in a way. I use it as motivation. I use mm-hmm. that, those feelings of anxiety, those feelings of depression. I use that as motivation to create something. And it's usually dance. Um, or journaling I sometimes talk to myself as well I create podcasts that way as well um, mm-hmm. so' it's a, there's a lot of different avenues that I use but I would say the biggest and the most relieving for myself is dance I, I even go out sometimes to clubs by myself and I'll just dance I don't care who's watching I usually like get crowds around me at some point like people start watching mm-hmm. me because I'm just releasing and I really don't care who's watching and I look up and there's a circle around me people feel me but it's just it feels really good to get out and just not think about it and just move right. you know what I mean what do you do Alex?
2: I, uh, I usually cut on some of my uh, Most gangsterist music And bop around the crib Around the house a couple right. times right. Yeah I mean I can't dance For real I don't really have too much rhythm I mean I got a little dance rhythm
0: just He got shoulders
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> But yeah I, uh, I like to listen to, to Nipsey he, um, Nipsey Hustle. He really expresses himself uh, in, a, in a good manner uh, To help motivate me personally um, As well as like is motivating me to to do things, in um, a more financial aspect. That I wouldn't have otherwise done it as well as, uh, you know, he's just a good dude. You know, I, I like to listen to, uh, to to good people in general. You know, cool vibes. Okay, the and
0: here, um, because art, like paper art, is also really good platform like with some of my clients i do vision boarding to help mm-hmm. them figure out their dreams but you can also do things like this for your anxiety mm-hmm. um or just drawing like with the first thing i was talking about is just tape a piece of paper to the surface close your eyes check in with yourself notice how the anxiety feels in your body mm-hmm. and notice where in your body you feel the anxiety mm-hmm. and how you know it's anxiety i usually feel it in my heart, heart. me too yeah like a piercing in my shoulders get real tight and my heart feels like somebody's stabbing me through mm-hmm. it. You know, it happened to me last night and I, for for at least an hour and a half, two hours, I was shaking. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stop. So I felt it in my heart. Mm-hmm. So you, after you do that, Open your eyes and pick a color pastel or whatever drawing utensils you have. Close your eyes again and draw continuous squiggles without lifting the utensils from the paper. And do this as if anxiety is expressing itself on the page. Stop when the movement or expression feels complete.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, mm-hmm. and I used to do that. You know, I used to actually not with my eyes closed, but I used to just draw like little doodles and stuff like that. But this is another way to do it. Um, and it says, if your mind tends jo- t- tends toward judgment or control, use your non-dominant hand and look at the squiggles you make. Turn the paper from side to side until you see an image emerge. It might not make sense, but try not to think about it. And this will pretty much show you exactly what you're going through. And even if mm-hmm. nobody else knows what that picture looked like, it, it'll resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Minds usually are tornadoes. Mm-hmm. It's because all that's in my head is just whirlwinds like just going 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 so when i'm drawing it's like not all over the place but it literally just ends up just being a tornado of like angst and you just throw it away when you're done mm-hmm. throw away all that anxiety don't hold on to it that's mm-hmm. good um and then with collages um <clears throat>
2: uh real quick yeah you know i'm all about saving the environment <laughs> and i just recently got into recycling so i think uh what would be a what would be a good move uh Instead of using paper, to just get you one of those uh, standard mirrors that you usually get in college, and get you either some dry erase markers mm, or, or some lipstick. Uh, you know what I am saying? For the ladies, since <laughs> want. Lipstick. lipstick and you know just write those affirmations while you are looking at yourself, or uh, not just. Affirmations,
0: oh yeah! Just <laughs> Fun fact reference to beyonce again <laughs> um i'm gonna start doing it. i did it once but i'm gonna really start back doing it again. i used to do this thing called the beyonce chronicles on snapchat where i would just say stuff in a beyonce voice and one of the things i did it was just like sometimes i really just have to tell myself how much i love me And I wrote it on the mirror and it says, you are beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, yes, you are. You are beautiful. You know, and that was just, but it was like a part of my chronicles. And I would just say dumb stuff like, lipstick, uh, Mac makes so many reds, but what's the right red to wear? You know, like, literally just like, and that was a form of expression. You feel me? But even with the mirror, I had a mirror. Just to get back to the point of it, I had a mirror. And I used to write little things on it. I don't know if it's still on the mirror because I use the permanent marker, but I don't think markers stay on on mirror. Oh. I don't know, but <laughs> if, I don't know if it's still on that mirror because I don't own it anymore. Um, but, yeah, that is a good idea. Save the planet. Thanks, Alex. Right. Um, collage of Calm and Safety. It says this one helps you to create a visual reminder of a safe place, and it helps. it's helpful to soothe your fear and vigilance. So um, gather your paper, magazines, just like you would... Um, Do a regular collage about how you want your birthday party to look or whatever. How I do it with my clients with building their brands, like create a vision board, digital vision board. It doesn't necessarily have to be paper. Um, And look through them and cut out the images that capture your attention and remind you of the memory or feeling of ease or pleasure. So for me, like I said, my sky is pink with cotton candy. I would probably just put pictures of cotton candy or that look like clouds, you know, Mm -hmm. or... um, scribbles of of the color pink or glitter you know literally things that soothe me and people might think that's crazy like girl that stuff is like a party like a pink like a
3: but that's a glitter party but that's
0: and that's my relief that's what when i see those colors it relieves me so much Mm -hmm. yellows pinks lime greens you know Mm -hmm. um and just pick images too that um it draws you you know if Mm -hmm. you look at it and it kind of makes you say oh wow pick it put it on there Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be you struggling to find things that fit, because then you're going to get anxious again. Right. right.
3: You're putting too much thought into it. I feel like it's more of a feeling. Like, I mm-hmm. feel something with this picture. And I resonate conscious. with this picture in some yeah. way. And it's not, you have to get out of your mind and get into your body a little bit more. That's
0: real good. Mm-hmm. And this, I like this article just because it says this one line. It says, after you're done, you can use the image as a reminder of safety and serenity. <laughs>
3: You just like it because it has that name a name. Exactly. That's you know. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever. Thank God my for my, my mom
0: and grandmother <laughs> choosing that name for me. You know, it's the purpose behind it. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, and then the last exercise is uh, what anxiety looks like. So for this exercise, they say to use any materials or art making techniques you like. You might paint or draw, you might create a collage, um, but consider the questions. If anxiety had a body, and the personality—how would it look? How would it talk? What would it say? What does it care about? Um, what does your body or life look like under the grip of anxiety? How would it look if anxiety was no longer present? So it's just like those commercials where they show the little the booger monsters and the snot monsters as you in that, form. Yeah, yeah, they show you how it looks. It's nasty. It's furry. You don't want it in you. Mm-hmm. So when you see it and it's in its human form or if the physical form it makes you say oh Ugh. i don't i'm straight on all that i word don't word. want that back and it can sometimes seem like anxiety is the ultimate enemy and it just feels so uncomfortable maybe even terrifying and it might prevent you from doing things you really want to do and art therapy helps you to get curious about your anxiety and better understand its motives it can help us access calm Reminding us that ease is actually within us. Mm. So, you know, however you have to draw, however you have to visualize, even if you're a computer junkie, get on Illustrator. It draws the line straight for you. Mm-hmm. Just draw the <laughs> circle and it'll fix it for you. <laughs> you don't have to have the best hand. Right. But if you see something in your mind and it's something that you see constantly, like raccoon eyes, how they glow in the dark, and it's just like, oh, no, 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 I don't want that sitting in me. That's what the enemy does to you. That's what negativity does to you. It sits and it will eat away. Absolutely. And sometimes and it's okay to notice that it's eating away at you. It's okay to say, I'm trying to get through this. I'm trying to be happy, but I feel it eating at me. You are like you said earlier. You're recognizing that it's happening. Mm -hmm. Right, right. It's eating. It's eating big time, and it's getting full. Yeah, Mm -hmm. if it gets full, Right. right. You know what I'm saying. So that's something that you have to be aware of. Is that it's getting. So even with people who are mourning deaths and things like that, realize that that's what you're doing. But don't say it's okay for you to do the things that you're doing. While you're mourning, that's good.
4: Mm-hmm. You that's know, so
0: good. still do good. Don't mm-hmm. make excuses for yourself, right? For your your issues because you're going through something, but try your hardest to to come past that. I guess, mm-hmm. right? That's good. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um,
3: I think, and kind of bouncing off what you were saying as far as holding on to it, I think you feed it when you hold on to it you feed that that anxiety monster Mm -hmm. when you try to avoid it and you're kind of bouncing around it but when you become aware of it that's when you start to starve it because it doesn't want you to notice it just wants to stay there and live through you Mm -hmm. but once you're like Like oh no I see you I see you and I acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. And so that's when it's like, oh, I don't want you to see me, though, because now I can't live through you.
4: Vulnerability. Yeah,
3: be vulnerable with and it. And some
4: people, you know, that's that's really good you said that. Some people feed their anxiety because it's something that they're comfortable with. Mm. And they don't know how to release it because they're scared on the other end what it would look like if they did release it. Mm-hmm. So that's really powerful, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Being scared of happiness is real. It oh, is. yes. <laughs> it is. Yes. And, yes. and it, it can be real because you feel like, for me personally, I, I'm a little afraid of ultimate happiness because I feel like. But what about the people I'm leaving behind? Mm-hmm. What yeah. about the the relationships and the people that I was there for that I have to release in order to not feel anxious anymore, that to not be depressed anymore? How do what do I do with those people? What, what will they, what will happen without me if they don't have me anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's another big issue with. The anxiety, I believe, is that we hope we don't want to let go of right, you know, thinking that they will change or that mm-hmm. the situations for them will change when at, at the end of the day, you can only change
3: your situation. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to accepting mm-hmm. um, people are not always meant to be in your life forever. And if they're the source or causing or adding to your anxiety, you know, accepting the fact that that's happening. Is going to help you let it go. If you're saying, okay, this person is definitely adding to how I'm feeling and not putting joy to my life. They're not shining light. They're actually adding darkness. Mm -hmm. And so if you allow yourself to accept the fact that that is what's happening, it'll be a little bit easier to let those people go.
4: But let me come aside that real quick for you. Mm -hmm. That means... You know who you are. That mm-hmm. means that mm-hmm. identity is is a part of your life. And sometimes, when people hold on to anxiety, they it, they're holding on to something that's comfortable because there's no core piece on who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they attach themselves to ide- uh, to um, anxiety because it's. They, they can touch it. They can yeah. feel it. They know what it is. And so instead of, you know, stepping out and saying, you know what, it's time for me to really understand who I am as an individual. That could be tough, especially yeah. if it's something that you've held on to for so long. It literally is a part of you. Mm-hmm. And so when, even when you when you said serenity, you know, uh, moving on and, you know, new relationships and things of that nature. The one thing that stood out in my mind is that you know even if it's um, a relationship that might not have worked out the way that you wanted it to work out, there's still a piece of that element that has made you serenity, that has made you who you are. And Alex, aka Daddy, that's what made you you are. Okay, y'all, he got Daddy on his hat. That's why I'm calling him Daddy. Let me let me put that disclaimer on the air. Okay, that's why I'm saying that. But I go back to you know it's you really live. important to have a firm foundation of who you are. No, for mm-hmm.
2: sure. Um, I definitely think that, uh, sometimes people can, like you said, the anxiety or the depression has been living with this person for so long that they don't know who they're going to be without it, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely see, uh, how that can be scary for some people, you know, it's kind of like you're embarking on a whole new journey of self-discovery Yeah, and I, that can be scary as F. Mm -hmm.
4: and I think this is really timing is everything so I don't know I'm I'm giving props to Sprinkle of Jesus app but it it just came through on my phone and it said they thought they buried you but instead they planted you Mm -hmm. so I think that's ironic we're Mm -hmm. sitting here talking about you know firm foundation, who you are, knowing, you know, you can choose anxiety to be your portion or you can choose to walk in who you've been created to be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, the Bible talks about, you know, planting a seed, one watering and letting it grow. So really thinking about the seeds that you're planting, even, you know, living the life of anxiety. There are seeds that are planted that make that thing evolve. So, Mm -hmm. but you have
3: the power to kill it and be who you've been created to be. Mm -hmm. And that also goes back to what you were talking about earlier with decision making. You decide to have certain thoughts you decide to say certain things you decide to identify with anxiety rather than identifying with the unknown we mm-hmm. don't necessarily know like you do know who you are or you can figure out you know a core of who you are but ultimately do you really know who you are because exactly. we're always evolving exactly we're always changing so you have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable is the thing
4: now that's good i read this book oh uh, about two years ago um dr miles monroe um the late dr miles monroe awesome man um just talking about understanding your potential and one thing he opens the book by saying is that the richest places on the planet are graveyards mm. why people literally go to their grave without really truly walking out in understanding their purpose and their potential in this world so i look at anxiety as a crutch or a a barrier for some people to really you know knock down that barrier and build a bridge to cross over that to really understand who they are and the anxiety they're you know anxiety is something that you can kill and like i said before i'm even learning walking this thing out called life is that everything begins and ends with a decision it's Mm -hmm. all up to you okay
0: see look love i love this (laughs) um so yeah that's pretty much our take on that and i didn't get a chance to talk about who looked really good on the red carpet i'll probably just do like a little blog post about it um i'm gonna get back to blogging on nitty's knocker don't know if it's gonna be visual or written i'm not really into writing that much i like to talk I like people look at my face when it's done. Right. <laughs> Stop. Not hey, with you, these bags, honey. But, you know, when they in order.
2: You brought up uh, Mary J. Blige early in the show. Um, yeah, she did win an Oscar this year.
0: Oh, it's to Port and Roll, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard it. She had a
2: performance. Right. It wasn't my favorite, but uh, it was better than, what's her name? Fergie. Oh, oh, yeah. Not, yeah. let's oh, okay. not even do that right now
0: <laughs> wow. Fergie was trying okay <laughs> I, stop, stop. <laughs> she gave its credit look that was the best I love what she did she destroyed the song I mean, this, is what, okay. this
3: is what the country deserves at this moment so. sure. yeah <laughs> and <laughs> um,
0: I'll probably just do some highlights but I do want to say Taraji looked amazing at the on the red carpet and um, Lupita Pretty got buns oh, she got <laughs> buns okay <laughs> Um, But this week's quote is going to be from Janae because that was a very beautiful quote. The quote of the week is the difference between a unique quality and a flaw is an opinion, Um, Mm -hmm. which really goes (laughs) along with everything they were talking about. It's all opinion based. It's all up to what else, you know, like it it don't matter what they think. It's about what you think at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and your qualities and your flaws are what you make of them. Not anybody else. It's your opinion it's your of your perception, your opinion of yeah. who you are and what you are doing in this world, in this place that we call Earth. You know,
1: Word.
3: all of that.
0: So, with that being said, how can we keep up with you, ladies, and everything that you've got going on?
3: Well, you can find me on Instagram at uh, onefunfash. That's the number, or the you spell out one o n e f u n f a s h. I post all of my classes on there. I post all of the events that I'm doing on there. I'm on Instagram, Functioning Fashionista. um, And then come to my classes. I teach every Tuesday and Wednesday from 8.30 to 9.30. Wednesday, I'm at Dance Room Chicago. On Wednesdays, I'm at the American Rhythm Center. um, Same time for both days. So that's where you catch me.
4: Well, starting March 17th, you can catch me right here on Q4 Radio on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., that is. I'm getting ready to launch my radio show. Very, very excited. It's called Vault Talks Women Share. So it's all about women empowerment, things that matter to us women out there, since it is Women's History Month. May I? <laughs> I just invaded the bell. Um, Also, my business is called Voss International. Voss stands for Vault of Steel, as my name is Takara Steel. Um, Founded the business last year, and it's all about legacy for my family Um, I'm a life coach I'm an empowerment speaker I'm an author as well as a branding and strategy coach so I help women start their businesses and birth what it is that God has given them Um, so living loving and just rediscovering who they are as women so you can find me at www.vosint.com also on Instagram at ms the number two Cara C-A-R-A and also at Voss
2: International, all one word on Instagram as well. And you can find me on um, Instagram as well as Twitter at Sleazy Pack. Uh, <laughs> sleazy with two E's, Pack with two C's. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: She's scratched <it's>, her.
0: <laughs> What's up with that name and the daddy hat? What's no, on How did you know? It's it's my Facebook Facebook. Over
4: there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex.
2: I mean, that, that's pretty much my alter, alter ego. Um. Okay. I say what I want online. Uh-huh.
4: Know, god, Okay. There but
2: it is. I'm more more apt to bite my tongue in person. So.
4: Okay. You know.
0: And remember, you guys are listening to Nitty's Knocker right here on Q4 Radio. We are in the Q4 Radio studio in the Humble Park neighborhood. We air every Tuesday from 6:15 p.m. to 8:15 p.m. And you can always check us out at Q4.org, find out more information about me and my brand um, at NittiesKnocker.com. Or if you type NittiesKnocker or Serenity Marie on Google, pretty much anything that's associated with me and what I'm trying to do nowadays is going to pop up. Um, Submit your music, your thoughts, your ideas. If you're interested in being a guest, just email us and we will tell you the process of how you can become... A part of squad, and you know, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything is Nitty's Knocker. i um, trying to be pretty cohesive. Gonna be probably making Bombshell Barbie again, <laughs> <I'm> making an <laughs> alter ego page. Come no, on, that never sounds good. No, but um, <laughs> it's been a great day here on the show. I'm very grateful for everybody's input. It's a seamless show, I would say. And until I talk to you, lovely people, next week, uh, peace, love, and happiness. And we are going to end today's show with a song about women running the world, right? Because uh, right. Obviously, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Duh. laughs> and yeah, Beyonce runs the world. Right here on Nitty's Not Girl. Girls,
5: we run this mother. Girls, Girls we run this mother. Girls we run this mother. Girls, we run this mother. Girls, we run this mother. Girls, we run the world. Make your check come at their neck. Disrespect us, no, they won't. What I need to try to touch. What is this? What is this? What is this? This is how they made oh, me. Make me a huge detective, baby. This is all I thought it was to let you know